How's it going, guys? I'm Zeke. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to the Cinema Sideshow Podcast, episode 34. Yeah, boy, 34. <laughs> well, I've just discovered there's a sleeping Jack in the room. Oh, what? Whoa, hi, Jack. How are you today? What's up, boys? Ah, oh, Jack Bet joining us back on this podcast. I know. It's We're been back... a while since you've been on. Oh, like uh, two weeks. Two weeks, too long. Two weeks, too long. Once put a time in. Hollywood, baby. Oh, God, that was the last time. But since, <laughs> but since then, it's been a long time. It was like Toy Story or something. Yeah, you know, in the words of Rocket Man, I think it's going to be a long, long time before we see you again after this week. Whoa. I don't catch the lyrics at all. <laughs> no. Um, no, how are you doing, guys? Not bad. Just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. The huge. What have you been up to? Watching movies? No. No. Well, that's that's not good. I've been thinking about reading books and I haven't read any Gross. books. Gross. What's no. a book? I don't know. When was the last time you read a book, Jack? Uh, I read Narnia in year eight. You read Narnia? I listened to it on audio. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. I thought, you were, I thought you were cultured. Uh, no, not really. No, You're wearing right. a Lord of the Rings shirt, mate. You think it's cultured. You are. You went vintage shopping the other day, didn't you? Pretty good shirt. I bought out their entire supply of Batman Forever shirts. <laughs> he literally Is did. that the he one with... Uh, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. The Riddler. Oh, so it's not the, that's not the one with uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. I also bought a couple of those shirts as well. Yeah, I was going to say, like, ice to all, meet man. you. Ice to meet you. Chill out. <laughs> we should do all of the Batman films. We should just quote them. Like the back whole time. to back to back to back. Yeah, it's all in the. Lead I know up I'm all off by heart. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Joker <laughs> updated news. You joke, but. I joke, but Joker won the. A golden lion, I A believe. golden mother truck and lion. Which Never is the highest honour at the Venice, uh, Venice Film Festival. Yeah, but yes. what was it up against this year? I mean, there was a lot of there was but a Jack, lot of stuff. Jack's superhero there. movie that won a superhero movie. I still don't count as a superhero yeah. movie. It's a crime thriller, Aww. but I guess The Dark Knight is a crime. Dark Knight thriller. isn't a superhero movie either. Yeah, but it is. But, yeah, but it's yeah, not. It's tricky. It, I mean, are there it, any superheroes in the Joker film? Though? That's the question. Bruce Wayne is a little boy. Yeah, that's about it. It's true. That's why I only <laughs> watched baby, one episode of baby, Gotham man. because I didn't care about Gotham. Mm. Why? What's Gotham about? Uh, Gotham. It's, <laughs> it's it, no, title. it's literally like it's basically the Joker, but like all of the Batman villains, and then Batman it's a Batman show before like... Batman exists. <laughs> so they're just like, oh, doesn't it follow Gordon? Yeah, but he's like a young. But Gordon. Gordon does the Batman shit where he beats people up and investigates shit. Is it good? No, I watched one episode. It's Garbogio. Garbogio. I've got the first season on DVD though. Well, um, wait, wait, really? Yeah, someone bought it for me. I can't even remember who, but probably just... yourself, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a Christmas present or something. That I just, I just got it in my room. First season of Gotham. It's like, like thirty episodes or something. Yeah, well, Damn. I mean, Jack, you watched a film this week that's been sitting on my shelf ages. I've not watched. Uh, uh, are we talking about Sixteen Candles? We are talking about Sixteen Candles. Bro, mm. that movie problematic as fuck. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, I'll just say that when I was watching the movie, when I was sort of passively watching it before I was paying attention, I was enjoying it. So I stopped doing what I was doing. I started paying attention. And then I realized oh, it's no. racist. It's sexist. They imply that rape is a good thing in the Whoa, movie. Okay, third in reason why. There's an Asian character named like Dong or something. And every time he shows up, a, <laughs> a, a Asian sound effects happen. And he goes, oh, hello. <laughs> and that's not good. And then... Are you serious? And then... Uh, I gotta watch this movie now. They... Uh, <laughs> There's two boy characters. I think they're meant oh to be. I think they're meant to be good guys, but horrible people. They they're like, yeah, my girlfriend's really drunk. She won't even notice that you're not me. So drive her home in my car. Oh my god! And then she falls into his lap at one point, passed out drunk, and he like winks at the camera and says, "This is where it gets good." And then at the end of the <laughs> night, 
they both wake up in the back of the car and it's revealed mm-hmm. that they had sex and she's like, but I enjoyed it. And I'm like, what the fuck? But oh she don't she don't remember it. Neither of them remember it. She's just like, I can just tell that I enjoyed it. But you've just gotten <laughs> you just got chucked in a car with some random person. Oh my god. And it's just awful. But Joan Cusack and John Cusack are in it as little boys and a girl. It's funny because this movie, and you can see it right now in my notes, Jack. This movie's been on my to watch list for like the last three or four months. It is I, a pr- it's been sitting on my shelf, I think, for like if at John, least a year. If John Hughes was still alive, he would be cancelled. <laughs> He's gone. Cancer culture, man. They're going to get you. Right, this movie, well, this is right before he did um, Breakfast Club, eh? Yeah, but like even two, this movie feels like or, or people... was it right after? I think it was before. I think it was before. But people should have mm-hmm. people back then should have watched it and been like, "Oh, <laughs> this isn't good." Yeah, that's the sound. Asian guy shockingly can't drive, guys. I don't know if you know this. Wow. He crashes his car whenever he gets into it. That's like a family guy. Wait, literally every time. I mean, he steals. He gets a car and he crashes it right away, and that's the only time we see him <laughs> drive. So, isn't that funny? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing. Nah, that's that's int- because you're right. That's still like the '80s when that came out. Yeah, exactly. They should have been like, "Oh, damn." <laughs> a little on top of it, Mr. Hughes. Did it have good have. '80s aesthetics? Like f- not really. It was in a high school. I'm surprised that the actor they got to play the main kid, mm-hmm. not the girl, the guy, the guy one, actually looked younger than us, and I was blown away. I was like, oh, he's not 25 years old playing a teenager. He I'm actually sure looks him. like 15. It's not years old. everybody looks wants like, some. Looks like Tom Holland. Yeah. He looks younger <laughs> than Tom Holland. I was like, wow, <laughs> that is pretty crazy. There's another film that's like offensive that I think people don't think about. What? It's Pitch Perfect Two. Yeah, Jake I just remember the first time that. I went to watch that in the theater, and I was like, holy shit, this is very racist. I haven't watched it in a while. Like, all the minority characters are like... <laughs> like, like just how you explain. Like, it's just so on the nose. I'm pretty, I think I think it is the Asian character of Pitch Perfect. Like, you can't even understand what she's saying. You know, it's, and it's like a joke in the film that you can't understand what she's saying. Because she can't... She's really quiet, remember? Yeah, like, exactly. Thing. She's like a mouse. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I actually just finished... Uh, and I've talked about it in the last few weeks. Uh, Glow. So, last oh, night, I date? finished the latest season... And it does tie into the Pitch Perfect conversation because I did compare it mm, to Pitch week Perfect did, yeah. last week. Um, third season was not a big fan of it. Um, I'm kind of a bit over the show, to be honest. Um, okay. But we've, we've talked about this. Netflix shows seem to only really, for most of them, stick around for only three seasons and be... Definitely not 13 Reasons Why. The uh, shooting season four. Yeah, but <laughs> do, do you think you'll watch 13 Reasons Why season four? I mean, yeah, we're in too deep. Yeah, Jake. we're in too yeah. deep. We have to watch it. Oh, but... you know what we're doing this episode on the podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We're revealing to Zeke what happened because he didn't watch it. I Zeke, didn't. Zeke didn't end up finishing it. The time has come. We are now spoiler heavy on the 13 Reasons Why. That's right. We're official Zeke's live Did reactions. Did anyone win our bet? What do you mean win? It's not the oh, game. Uh, no. Not I really. got close. Okay. Did you get close? I did. Well, now I'll explain why after. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Zeke, are you sitting well, down? You, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let, me just, let me just sit down. Okay. Okay. Okay, so who do you reckon did it? Yeah, Zeke? actually, yeah, let's hear this. Um, okay, so I got, I, got, I got four episodes in, and so I got up to the episode with Tyler being the main suspect. And from... I, I, oh, I want to say... <laughs> I want to say it had something to do with the narrator character or, like, the, the new chick. But Let me tell you what happened. It was. Oh, here we go. Hold Zach. Who's Zach? And Jess. And <laughs> Alex. And <laughs> the rest of them framed Monty for it. So really? and that's, it where, away with that's it. where I was right because everyone in the universe thinks Monty did it. Mm-hmm. And I said Monty did it. So if I was in the universe, I'd be right. But yeah, so three of the characters kill Bryce. How'd they kill him? 
Uh, he drowns. Zach, Zach <laughs> he goes... He drowns him. Zach gets angry and beats him up and leaves him on the side of a pier. Because he breaks... He's the one that broke Zach's leg. So yeah, Zach can't play Because he got footy. jello over Chloe. And then, and then he's there choking on his own blood. Also, Zach <laughs> thinks he did it because Zach thinks that... The last thing that Zach saw was that his... Uh, him bleeding, him bleeding out. out. Mm-hmm. So Zach goes to the police station and they're like, Nah, he had water in his lungs, so it wasn't you. I was like, he still beat him to almost That's to death. That's almost like Smithers and Who Shot Mr. Burns, where he thinks he did it himself, and then it's revealed. But he's there's not. a difference because Zach is still accountable. Zach okay. should still go to jail for manslaughter. That's true. Or at least or aggravated assault. Yeah, he missed the beating the crap harm. out of him. The, the cops like, oh, it's fine. He kicked mate. his teeth, and the cops like, nah, he drowned. And so after <laughs> that, it's revealed that Jess and Alex walked up to like just have a go at him because. Because he's still a dick. Because Zach left. So, Jess <laughs> so and, he's there, bloody and bruised, dying. Jess and Alex on, on come back. And are like, you're still a shit person no matter what you think because he was trying to make better himself through the season. Yep. And so Alex picks him up and they sort of have a tussle. And their voiceover happens where it's pretty much been like, Alex realized that if he didn't kill Bryce, oh, yeah. he would just do it again. So he pushed Bryce in the thing and they watched him drown and then they drove away. And then Monty goes to jail for raping Tyler with the oh, mop yeah. up the ass. That's all revealed, yep. So they're like, well, Monty's in jail. We'll frame him for the murder. But then it's revealed that Monty was killed in jail. Off screen. Off screen. Not even, like, they just sort of half-arsely mentioned it. They're just like, him. oh, he's dead, by the way. So they frame him, Monty, as the guy that did it, and then he kills himself or gets killed. And they're like, hey, problem solved. We're all good guys. And then the end of the show except, expects us, except They're all horrible people. Except there's a guy named Winston who's introduced the season who... You know, goes up to Monty. T- turns out Monty is gay. Shock. And they try and have a thing, and then Monty beats the shit out of Winston. Then, months later, they have a night together, Ooh. and now Winston's angry that uh, that Monty's being framed for this, even though he's dead, and it's- they keep beat him up, but he's still like, you can't frame Monty for this. It's a dumb ending, and the end of the show is like, see you next season where all- our group of best friends come back, but they're all murdering horrible people. Like, every single one of them is now guilty for framing or killing someone. Yeah, they should all be in jail, they including all Arnie. Be, they <laughs> should why, 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 why should Arnie be? Because she knew all she about She knew all it. the answers, and she's just been playing with the and police. She, she's the one that convinces the cops to just be like, It was her idea to frame know, Monty. Monty, he's dead. Let's just blame him. She's like, Oh, because he's the father of of um of bloody Tyler. And then they're like, Oh, well, that's Tyler, uh, uh, Alex. Has. Alex, sorry, yeah. He so he's like, mm, My son technically drowned him, so but I'm dumb. just going to let him off. It's so dumb. Because she's even she's like, just ignore the evidence you have and believe what I'm telling you. It was Monty. And they're like, well, we have evidence that it was this person, this person, this person. It's like, no, no, no. Trust me. It was Monty. It's like, what? I don't know about you, but the uh, testimony you're giving seems convincing. Oh, All of the God. evidence points to the exact opposite, but your British accent, God damn it, I believe you. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about that, Zeke? Do you reckon that's a good that's ending? Um, I think this is proving my point. Why even bother for another season? It's, it's got so much They already started shooting it, eh? Everyone else in that show looks 45 years old now and they're still in high school. It's bad. So what does Clay do? Nothing. He, okay, here's the thing. I actually got confused by Clay. What the hell was he... Did he legit just, like, drive around and solve this season? that night? Oh. No, but, like, that night of Bryce's death. Oh. Uh, like, I just... swear they never actually, like, confirmed what he was doing that yeah, night. Yeah, no. They were so on him. Like, you're the guy who every, did it. Every, every once in a while, the evidence would go back to, but uh, Clay was in the area driving around. And I think the reveal at the end was, no, he was just in the area driving around. Like there's, he wasn't yeah, actually doing anything. Like, he's on suburban it. watch duty. Yeah, he's, like, yeah he's exactly. But it's them. so dumb because every single character in their group can be linked to the like the murder scene. But then at the the final season, yeah. the final episode is like, 
Oh, but he was 10 feet away doing this instead. In, in all seriousness, I was going to go with the whole murder on the Orient Express uh, ending for this season. I was season. thinking that for a while. I was like, uh, oh, it probably makes more sense. Yeah. Spoiler, murder on the Orient Express. Everyone on the train Daylight contributes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Shock. I, I should have Do you guys like that movie? I haven't seen it, but I already knew that that was the kind of the Yeah, movie. I haven't seen it. I just Is it about the it. new one or the original? New one. No, I haven't seen the new one. I just know the sort it's of It's pretty good. Thing. It's got some really good camera work in it. Okay, like, that's cool. Really good, like, uh, one shot. Isn't Jonathan Banks in it? It's Who? A big, it's a big cast. Mike from Breaking Bad. Oh, of course you would say that. Uh, I'm not sure. I have to. I would have to double check. I swear, some... I, yeah. It's a big cast. Like, and, big um, cast of pretty no, notable people. Right, uh, Daisy... I almost said Razy Diddly. Razy Diddly. <laughs> Razy Diddly. Diddly Diddly. <laughs> Your Simpsons memes catching up. No, I, yeah, I can honestly say I was gonna go with that as one of my guesses because it was that of his mum. But you were like, "There's no way they do another season after that." His, right? his mum just immediately is like, "I'm gonna frame the shit out of Clay, dude." Every single <laughs> episode, like no reason. Every single episode is Arnie and Clay drive up to someone and go, "You did it," and they go, "No, I was here." Oh, by and the way, like, they, they get together. Clay, Clay, I get that. They're making out like in the last. But episode. she was fucking Bryce the whole time as well. Really? Yeah. No, they were. Yeah, her and Bryce had this weird romantic thing. Like, were they actually... Did they have they, sex? Yeah, they just had sex. All the time. Nice. <laughs> Good for her. Was it all the time? I thought it was just a couple of times. It was frequent. You sort of... You pick up on that in the opening episode where it's like flashes of the summer. Yeah. And there's a scene where it's like he's oh. in her arms like, oh, please, I need help. The, yeah, there's a great moment where the cop... They pull they pull Clay in again for interrogation. I think they find the video of him with the gun pointing mm-hmm. it towards um, Bryce. So they're like, oh, we'll pull you back in. And then they put out Arnie's underwear on the table and they're like, we have proof that they <laughs> that they were having sex. They were just trying to piss Clay off. That's so weird. Mr. White Knight. <laughs> they're trying to get him angry and riled up. I, I, I mean, I've talked about this last week on the show, Jack, but I'd love for you to shed some light on your own opinions mm. with the aspect ratio conversation. Actually, that's a good point. I don't think it's very smart. It, it's, it's, I know they would be like, some, I can imagine someone walking in a room going, right, so the flashbacks. The aspect ratio changes, but I—it's just depressing because you're watching the flashbacks. They're so vibrant and colorful, mm-hmm. and then the borders mm-hmm. come down and it turns into a black and white film, and you're just like, ugh, so bleak Very and ugly. You know, desaturated. I hate, sure. uh, and, but it's like a telltale game. But the too. grading, yeah, <laughs> the grading was so inconsistent on the grayness. Like some episodes, it was completely black and white at times, and then it would be. Not black and white. I was telling Jake, I was like, is the grading fucking up? And like Jake was like, I think they're kind of like, the grading is getting less obvious as the closer they get to the present. What it was... But it didn't feel like that was a thing. It was actually the opposite of what I thought they were going to do, where the modern day stuff literally turns black and white to Arnie's confession. Mm-hmm. But it was the other way around. Her confession goes from black and white to just desaturated, which is exactly what you guys did on Unsheltered. We did. This is literally what you guys did in that film. <laughs> Innovating. They watched our documentary. They watched your docker and like, shit, guys, we've got to do this. Um, I thought I thought the aspect ratio it was like equally clever as a way of like, there's always something on screen to tell you what time we're in, but it was so distracting and annoying. Mm. I don't know. And I, talk, I talked to Damien about this, who's a cinematographer. That's his main gig. And he's he was more on the fence of, well, he hasn't seen it, for starters. But it just it reminded him of like how The Dark Knight would change aspect ratios between IMAX and film. But that, wasn't yeah. a, that wasn't an artistic choice. That was a yeah, technical choice. Yeah, but that choice. was a literally a technical choice. I think yeah. it comes back to, I talked about this last week, um, with Westworld, they do a similar thing, but it's not like, oh, we're transitioning, let's expand the border slowly. Um, it, it's, it's more like when they're in a different world, the aspect ratio changes. So yeah. when they move into their AI programming world, it goes from the full screen to the... the uh, the, condensed the, black bar version because yeah. it's on different planes of existence right. 
So it makes more sense rather than from a linear timeline sort of point. It makes sense within the world. And I think I think the, they shot themselves in the foot with 13 Reasons. The fact that it's so important you know which timeline you're in. It's so convoluted. Mm-hmm. It's really complicated half the time to follow it. So they have to do that. Yeah. It's just a shame. Like something like The Matrix, for example, also, you know, between worlds has Does different grades. Does The Matrix grades. do it? Yeah. It's super green when you're in The Matrix. Like yeah. Everything's super green on the grading. Yeah. And they could get away with that and not do any aspect ratio shit because it's not as complicated as like as something like Thirteen Reasons Why, which shouldn't be that complicated. They could to tell. just have better, make it better so that we can tell what's like. If they didn't do the grading change and the the aspect ratio, you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to tell it was a flashback. But in season one, they didn't do that, and you could just tell it was a flashback because mm-hmm. it was just better made. Well, actually, I, I went back um, to do the pretty much it commentary track for season one, and they do the grades are significantly different. It's but not also, black and yeah. white versus fucking disney channel yeah it's movie. definitely a little more like like controlled but also the fact that hannah baker's alive in one and dead in the other also mm-hmm. kind of tells you they don't have that in this i guess you got bryce but even so i think this show honestly it's if you had never watched the show i would never encourage you to watch it what um i have watched it i, I would encourage you to watch it <laughs> yeah uh, like you haven't even you didn't even bother with this season yeah so I there you up. go I'm done. I'm not watching the fourth season. We'll tell you all about season four are, when yeah. it comes out. Who killed Clay? Me and Jack are like messaging each other all day. I, I definitely rather invest my time in a show that I didn't know anything about going in like Glow and be pleasantly surprised for a period Supplized. of time. <laughs> the, the last season definitely started to wane on me a bit. It was uh, felt like uh, they had ran out of... One, they take a step back from the wrestling part, which in my opinion is kind of frustrating because it's like... Don't call your show Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling if you're not going to have... Oh, my God. I just realized that's what GLOW stands for. Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a wrestling drama show. And I know that there's not always going to be wrestling in the show, but it's like... It's like Fast and Furious. It's not like cars anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like... But if you make... It's like if I made a boxing movie. Like, you want it to predominantly be about boxing, to be yeah. honest. You want to see boxing. I mean... I haven't watched all of Southpaw, but is is that how South isn't that how Southpaw goes, Jack? What? It's like with the boxing, it takes a turn after like twenty minutes. It kind of stops being about boxing. I don't think it's ever really meant to be about boxing. Yeah, it's a character thing. Okay. Yeah. So it. I yeah. guess it depends on the kind of show. Where if you establish it in two seasons, and then the third season goes off for rails, it became more a character season, like a season where it's like character. Oh, you like this cast now. We're going to put them in situations that have nothing to do with wrestling, which I kind of disagree with. Right. Because it's like, that's the thing that they all come back to. And if you don't do that, uh, it's it's just not the same. So hmm. um, there is a fourth season probably coming out early next year. I will probably still go to watch because it's not, it's harm. It's a pretty harmless show. So Okay. I'm, um, I am keen to watch it based on like your recommendation from earlier. But Yeah, the we'll earlier seasons, definitely. Definitely the first season. Netflix has some... Really strong first season showings, generally. Hmm. Um, they do pretty well with that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd still recommend it as a show. Um, I rewatched The Founder last night yeah, we following our conversation Why? last week about it. Was it last week that I rewatched it? Yes. Yeah. And I do agree with your editing point. It's got some weird editing, editing cuts. They've got a love hate relationship with that edit. Some of it's really choppy and good, mm. but some of it feels non-sequential and almost feel like they leave scenes in by accident it feels like it feels like the editor was on for the most part just the right amount of crack cocaine but they, they <laughs> just overdid it every now and then have you seen the founder the chops? jack yeah i don't know why you guys always talk about it it was a really forgettable movie 
Really? It's just like the blind side with McDonald's. <laughs> I would push it more in the social networks. No, they do. They, people say that. It's more like the social network just because it's got business talk in it. But really, it's just about... It's a, it's a digital, bland-looking period drama. I give the social networks way smarter than the founder. Yeah. Yes, but this, that, this, the founder but. just feels like it's trying to be the, the social network of its fucking shit, you know? <laughs> Interesting. I feel like I mean, we, we should definitely do the social network one week on the show. Oh my god, absolutely! Yeah. Ask Queen because that would be. We can recite it word for word. Let's do it. Do I, you, Jake? Did you catch anything else this do week? The first scene, Jesus. Um, I watched a few things this past week. So I watched all the controversy about the Dave Chappelle Six and Stones act. I was like, oh, give it a watch. I love Bill Burr. Okay, can we can we touch funny. on this controversy? Why did you get so fucking way? serious? I feel like yeah. he's. Back. Can we uh, touch on this controversy? Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was like, did something break in the room? No. Like, why, why are you slowing down? What's going on? No, I'm. I'm curious. I, didn't, I haven't heard this. I was about to watch it the other day. So okay, I think you should watch it. It's just offensive. It's the... yeah. It's literally. It's like it's like if Bill Burr was more famous and he would get crap on for his acts. Like that's literally all it is. Oh, is that the controversy? Like it's got yeah. Inappropriate it's just like jokes? he does jokes about like the Michael Jackson doco and how like the kids. You know, some of the jokes are like, oh, if you're going to get raped by someone, it might as well be Michael Jackson. Like, just jokes like that. Didn't. Oh, I and think that's like Jim, a, that's I, you know, it's funny. I actually think that's borderline like robbery from Jim Jeffries because he did something about Possibly. Bill Cosby. And okay. he was like, if you're going to get raped by someone, it should be Ooh, Bill Cosby. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, because he did, obviously, when all the Cosby stuff happened. That was like yeah. two specials ago for Jim. Oh, well, there well, that's a bit, I think that's the more controversial. Jim. Um, um, no, look, I it dips and dives a lot. Mm. It, like the the actual comedy aspect, it's hard to review like a, a like a comedy show because Ch- it's not really. A Chappelle's kind of like that though. Like I, I find some of his stuff does tend to go up and down. Even later stuff from Bill Burr is it, like Walk Your Way Out has good moments in it, but it also has moments that are kind of like yeah, a little bit sore. Yeah, same with Jim Jeffries. I think he's That's lost fair. steam since Bear. Like that was the one that really put him through. I don't watch stand up comedy. Bear. Why don't you watch stand- a bear? Yeah, the special bear. Oh, okay. Um, why don't you watch stand-up comedy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just have... I don't, I don't know. Uh, I can't even name one that I've watched. I mean, I'm not a big, like... I mean, I like I like watching them. I don't watch them often. Yeah. I and I, I, I tend to watch them being like, well, I can include this in my, my list of movies. I, I feel like if I watched stand-up like comedy, I would just start... My whole personality would just be reciting jokes I heard in people's stand-up routines. Yeah, possibly. I mean, you you don't need that, Jack. You should do your own stand-up. We've been saying it for years. Awful. Mm. Jack should do his own stand-up. He hates that, though. Yeah. He's going to get up on the stage and take a shit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Sanchez it up. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's, it, like I said, it's kind of hard because I guess this is like a social commentary aspect to it mm-hmm. of like what he's saying about, I guess, like gun violence and, and stuff like that. But and t- I'm talking about in reviewing it as like a product or as a film. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, it's okay. It's fine. It's not that offensive. No, but I guess maybe fair. to some people it's highly, highly offensive. I feel like nowadays a lot of uh, stand-up comedians touch on uh, gun control and Trump. It seems to be the easy jokes. Yeah. Uh, and, so, of course, like, you know, he's an African-American or he's black, so he's going to make what? a bunch of jokes about black people, you know, and white mm. people and all that stuff. So it's just basic stuff if you're in the comedy, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I just... It's, it's, and it got, like, a horribly low... Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. for a while until Jeremy Johns fixed it. <laughs> he gave it. He literally gave it like a thumbs up just because he was like, "Yeah." He's like, hmm, "I don't know." So it's like what? Wow, like 5% now. That's, like that's that. pretty full on. I finally learned how Rotten Tomatoes works. Like I knew, but like I didn't really know. No, it's percentage of thumbs up. Yeah, it's not really a thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm like, I hate that. 
I hate that. It's dumb. Because that's the one that everyone focuses on. They ignore, like, Metacritic and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, which is way more accurate. Yeah. In terms of, like, an actual score system. Yeah. I watched Triangle as well. What is that about? Uh, it's a 2009 horror film. Actually shot in Queensland. Mm-hmm. So it's by this guy, Christopher Smith, starring Melissa uh, That's George. a fake name. Christopher Smith. Christopher Smith. It could be. It sounds like a fake name. It sounds like something in The Matrix. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, it's this... So it's like kind of this horror very twisty film where um the triangle was kind of symbolic for i don't want to if you watch it watch it but i'll say it's to do with time loops and stuff like that and that's all i'm going to say about it oh. there but it was a very very clever film and damien actually lent it to me damien for solo who we'll actually talk about that i think zeke later on in terms of a uh, guest positions possibly oh. sorry sorry jack. Nah, jack only jack, jack only on I've the got show you booked out for the next <laughs> two years <laughs> Yeah, no it's like works. 100 episodes um, but no he let me the, the Blu-ray because he just wanted me to know what I thought of it and I actually thought it was very clever mm-hmm. in a lot of ways 12 million dollar budget made less than one and a half million back this is the Shock. consistent problem that's been happening with mm. we've talked about this in previous weeks I'm pretty sure just on the make podcast. better movies no it's this not it's, so movie, it's, it's, it's predominantly to do with marketing they, they ignore it in the marketing no one wants to see it no one wants to see it. how much do you want to see Joker because of it's marketing that's true uh, them trailers yeah, them golden lines, boy. It's it's everything. It's the leaked appropriate news. It's the trailers. It's not being able, like, people not talking about the film yet, right? Like, excessively. Mm. So, you know, it's everything that makes you, it creates the intrigue. And a lot of Australian films, they get these, especially these ones with larger budgets, they We've, put no money into marketing. Well, it goes back to, like, you know, Danger Close, The Naked Wanderer. Like, mm. these are, uh, even Nightingale, although that's gotten way more long, than Battle of Long Ten. Yeah, well, that, that is Danger Close, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danger Close, yeah. So there you go. Like, these films, with the exception of maybe Nightingale to an extent, like, do not get promoted nope. here. And these are very Australian... These are important Australian films. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially with, like, Danger Close having, like, a $30 million budget and only just getting over a million a few weeks ago. Yeah, like, that was a big deal when it crossed a million. It's like, guys, like, I know, like, that's something to celebrate, but we need to be doing better, you know? Yeah. And I mean, especially but, um, this time of year. Like, I mean, there is, out. there is nothing out. <laughs> there is really nothing money. out. Yeah. The film we're talking about this week's the first film that's been out since Hollywood, basically, that we wanted to see in the theatre. And what's after this? Joker. Joker, yeah. In a month. Yeah. It's a month away. El Camino on Netflix. Yeah. That's good. Is there an episode uh, on El Camino? I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad, actually, in prep for El Camino. Oh, that's fair. I watched another movie. Okay. What did you watch, Jack? A New Zealand film called Eagle vs. Shark. What is that? Taika Waititi's first feature film. Oh. Oh, I like how you guys are acting like I haven't talked to you about it. I didn't realise it was Taika's film. It was his first film. You didn't mention that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It was averagely... uh, It got a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Rotten Tomatoes again. I watched it before I saw that, and I think it's a really good film. It's got... Everyone... The review consensus was it feels a bit like a Napoleon Dynamite-style film. Okay. Because it came out around that same period. Or, like, yeah, just after that. But, uh... I think it has a lot more heart. Like, Taika does a lot of stuff where it's a goofy character on the surface, but if you look underneath, the character's deeply flawed and has mm, some issues. Mm. Like, like this film has, like, deals with, like, suicide and, like, the effects that has on, like, the family and stuff, but it's explored in a really goofy way. Mm-hmm. And it's a funny film. I recommend watching it. It's classic Taika Waititi shit. The joke is there is no joke. Like, you can... If you, re- if you recite any jokes from this film to someone out of context... You can't because there's no jokes. It's just mm. all like the way it's directed and the the characters in the situations that makes it funny. Well, you're it's gonna be anti humor. It inspired you just to start developing one of your own ideas. Mm. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so 
That's 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 one way of going about it. Jake, did you catch anything else this week? I did. I watched Brokeback Mountain for the first oh, time. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. No. Um. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows what Brokeback Mountain is. It's a yeah, gay I do. Cowboys. I still have not watched it. Ang Lee. Wait, you haven't watched? Mm-mm. You cosplayed as. <laughs> I know, but it's more. Zeke was like, "Wait, what? What's this? What's the plot?" Yeah, I just wanted to dress up as Jake Gyllenhaal. Directed it's not my by fault. directed Fair by enough. the genius director of. Hulk. I was going to say, this is his and, first film since Hulk. I was just saying Ang, Ang Lee. And yeah. Gemini Man. So he's really going up in his And he career. won Best Director for it. Uh, he's going to win Best Director for Gemini Man, I reckon. I, I don't even... That's coming out in a, a month or so. Nah. Is you're that, gonna, is that even Todd meant Phillips. to look good? Is yeah, that what it's going to be a Todd Phillips. Why Todd would Phillips. you not get James Smith to play Young Will Smith? Yeah, that, I actually agree with that one. That's a bit silly. Cause Cause no, but you're right. This is his first film since Hulk. What a glow up. What a glow up. Did you enjoy it? I. It's a good film. I wouldn't call it the most amazing film, but with obviously all of the, you know, surrounding context, LGBT and all that stuff, it's pretty important, especially for like 2005. And um, I was reading into all the controversy because obviously Crash beat this film as the best winner. And who has seen Crash? No one. No, what's Crash about? Exactly. Literally everyone I tell about is like, what's Crash? (laughs) No one. one And I don't know. I don't know myself. I just know that a lot of people were angry that it won over. I know a lot of people think Crash is garbage. And I've never seen it. I don't know what it is, but I've heard a lot of people hate it. If you watch the announcement, because it's Jack Nicholson who announces the best picture. He's like, what the If fuck? you look at his face when he announces Crash. it, he's like so confused. <laughs> and it's the all... winner is Crash. Yeah, he's like, Crash. And like, before it cuts away, he just looks at the corner. He's like, what the fuck? La La like, Land. So Wait, really? Really? Yeah, it's so funny. Then oh. some bald dude walks in and goes, Moonlight, you won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not I, Crash. That was pretty much half the comments being like, why couldn't this be the year with the mistake thing? And, um, yeah, How did par- that happen? I, I still what, think the when the moon, yeah, getting was, a hundred and fifty year old man to announce it. It was to do with like Emma Watson, not Emma Watson. Jesus Christ, um, Emma Stone. Emma, no, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Thank you. Stone. It's not like Emma's. Emma Stone's um, best actress like card, the backup card got like mixed in the shuffle somehow, and that's how the whole thing happened. That's why they were like confused. Like she was like reading like, why does it say Emma Stone? Yeah, it has Emma Stone's name on it. So he's just like La La Land. Yeah, and if you watch the video, the guy's so confused, and the the chick like grabs it off him, and she's like La La Land. Yeah, you can tell he realized it was an issue, so he wanted her to get the blame for it. He's like, you fucking read this. (laughs) You can tell watching it, you're like, oh, he's so confused. But um, yeah, it would have been better if they had just taken the initiative and be like, guys, this is the wrong card. Yeah, you reckon? I'm gonna let you, well, I'm gonna let you finish. I, That's I that Zeke really, Morgan hindsight like, right there. Yeah, well, there you go. It, it's, I don't think it's ever happened before, so they were really confused. They were like, "Wait, what's going? This can't be right." The guy who puts that in the envelope has one job, and he can't even do that. I reckon they should have just mean, been I, like, I feel "There's a lot of pressure on that job right now." They should have just been like, "You know what? This is really embarrassing. Just give it to La La Land." But Oof. but imagine if you were better Moonlight. Movie. Yeah, but La La Land was better, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen Moonlight still. I don't. I don't know if I'd like it. Maybe I'd like it more the second time, but I didn't really like it the first time. I really do like. It didn't go where I wanted it to go. You know. Okay. It felt like it didn't have that sort of like arc that I wanted. Uh, Okay, I see. I see what you mean. What is it? Brokeback does have that arc in a lot of ways, and I was before I like before we move on. I was actually really shocked at, even though it is you know obviously a big film of its context. I actually thought in a lot of ways it was ahead of its time even then. In terms of the fluidity of their Mysterio sexuality, and the Joker. where it's it's not a very black and white like oh they're now gay because of this. It's like they're they still, still have fluid. wives. Yeah. There's still kind of a fluidity, and they basically buy more than they are gay in this film. Hmm. And um, the fact that there was like very few labels on it, and the the kind of the nuance, I was like, wow, this this feels like a 2019 film. Well, because yeah, just the way they handled that. But um, I I quite enjoyed it, and it's on stand if you want to watch that. So there you go. 
Uh, any other films you saw, Zeke? No, I'm happy to move into uh, Korea sort of talk. Mm. Um, well, do you guys want to talk about something? Yeah, I, mean, uh, I yeah. guess we'll just touch on it because it's coming up this week. Coming up uh, this and week. now Jack's back on the uh, show, so it's appropriate to bring it, uh, bring it up. So uh, we're shooting our short film. This uh, this mm. week, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four day shooting. Yeah, so Yee-boy. the episode next week, just for forewarning, will be pre-recorded. Yeah, we're gonna record super early. Uh, oh. What do you guys? What are you doing? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll announce it at the end of the show. Jack. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Jack, Jack, and I uh, have developed this script. It was Jack's OG idea. I'm sure we talked about it a few weeks right earlier. Times, yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll be shooting it this week. We're a little. Well, I'm a little nervous because I'm directing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jack, I'm you, nervous. you're not allowed to be nervous, Jack. No, I'm not nervous, <laughs> man. I've got no responsibilities. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be full on. I think we've, we're really happy with how everything's turned out. We're trying some new things. We don't know that we'll see how they go. Um, but mm. yeah. yeah, fair call. It's, uh, and you're going to be in it, Jake. I'm going to be in it. Can I say who I'm playing? No. Just the name. Yeah. Or no. Yeah, no. Say the name. Oh, say the name. Okay. Well, I play a character named Ronnie. Oh. And that's all I'm allowed to say, I suppose. Yeah, until uh, probably the film comes out. <laughs> but, yeah, pretty much. So that's cool. Everyone in this room is involved with that film, so that'll be really Very sweet. Exciting. And, uh, uh, but yeah, I but guess I guess we won't really talk about it in the next episode if we're nah, pre-recording. I mean, it doesn't really, really matter. Yeah, I we have to wait point. a couple. Of I mean, weeks. It's, a, it's a comedy. It's our first attempt, really, at a comedy. Something a bit more, uh, mm. a bit lighthearted. Lighthearted, um, especially. A bit more fun, I suppose, in a way. Well, it's the. Fir- I mean, it's like, always fun. It's always fun, but. Yeah, I know it's like, more fun to have on a set like well, this. It's cool to develop jokes and look at a script and be like, if someone laughs at the joke that you wrote in, in the script, you're like, oh, I made it funny. Look at me. Um, <laughs> you're the class clown, Zeke. No, but um, <laughs> honestly, it, it, it was fun developing. It's been a pretty relatively smooth. We're waiting to hit that brick wall. We haven't hit it yet, but uh, touch Fingers wood. Fingers crossed you never do. That touch never wood. Do. Um, Is there any wood in the room? There's some weird plate plastic shit. Yeah, let's just touch that. But oh, no, we just honestly, doomed ourselves. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> it's got it's quite ambitious when you really think about it's what we've very done. Ambitious, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty big. It, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Um, and I think it's your fault. <laughs> uh, it's not my fault. That's uh, a little bit your fault. I wrote this film not thinking it would get made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we yeah. are. So did I. Guess what happened? It didn't get made. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, it's 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 going to be a challenge. I'm sure we'll have some uh, rapping like rapping? segment oh. where we talk about a scene where we wrap presents. Yeah, for Christmas. Oh, I we thought you wanted about, to be a freestyle. Uh, <laughs> the making of it and how difficult it was. But honestly, yeah, it cool. was. It's going to be a, a crazy time. Big cast. Big cast, you know, including for yours truly, Mr. Jake Diagrella. Yeah. Uh, a <laughs> uh, lot of talent. Important to get it out there. Uh, biggest budget, technically, we've ever big had cars, for a film. Big crew. Right. More big than 50 budget. bucks? Uh, yeah. That More than 50 million. Yeah. 50 million. Yeah. Faces in the crowd was $50. Yes. That's so, nuts. Bro, what a glow up. What a glow up. Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, this one's got a bit of money behind it, but we'll see how we go. In there. Anyway, um, if that's all we've got, we'll, well move. I mentioned that we've dropped a new X Rental trailer. Oh. You guys forgot. We're doing uh, in Civic. Bunbury, which is now closed down, but that's kind of what part of the interview was with Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and we dropped the actual full docker on the 25th of October. That's pretty Ooh. hectic. You haven't heard, so it's coming up. That's it's going to be a bit hectic for me to do that, do all that with everything else, but we're getting there. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, yes, we'll be online. So YouTube, Vimeo, I, mate. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Facebook. 
It depends. Film it depends freeway. on the context. MySpace. That kind of stuff where you yeah, MySpace, Tumblr. If you put it on Facebook, you Ask know that Jeeves. kind of stuff. Like I put trailers and stuff on Facebook, but the f- usually the final things end up on YouTube. Plus, but um, yeah, no, it'll be YouTube and I guess just no. online free access, if you will, which is a way of like you know disconnected. Obviously, you have to pay to watch that, so it's like this is a nice way of being like, oh, well, here's here's like some free content as well that we want to put out there and kind of wrap the clicker bow up in a nice oh no congratulations on another documentary exactly. Jack <laughs> sorry Z. I look I look forward to seeing it in six weeks from now oh, six knows? weeks oh crap <laughs> yeah who knows where Hitch will be in six weeks could, could be, be in a the, dumpster or I was going to say oh, could no. be in a dumpster we'll find out we could be in a dumpster no yeah. brick walls for you guys no worries, Jake but uh, it's time to move on to our movie of the week and Jake what are we watching we're watching It Chapter 2 I remember all of it. To the losers? Defeated by members of the Losers Club, the evil clown Pennywise returns 27 years later to terrorize a town of Derry, Maine, once again. <laughs> I, I love how you started in a presenter voice, and then you went to, like, Sergeant Commander voice. I went to, like, uh, yeah, like a video game character. <laughs> yeah, that was the a... iToy Free Commander sort of guy. <laughs> Maggots, don't do that. <laughs> I love that that's a go-to voice. Like, it's all but... I got. Come on, you maggots. <laughs> Come on, you're in second place. Oh, no. <laughs> Bring it back. Okay, guys. It's chapter two. Jokes. It's chapter, chapter two. two. We watched this last Thursday on, I think it was opening day, was it, Jack? Correct. Yeah. You bought the original, like, I bought the original series. miniseries on the Steelbook. Steelbook. Because you like the, the picture. Because I liked the picture. I hate, the, I hate it. I don't like the original at all. <laughs> Bad. Well, what was our f- immediate reactions sitting in the cinema to this film? Uh, yeah, maybe I should go first because I seem to have a different opinion. I Wait, what? Really like I really enjoyed the film. Are you kidding me? I thought it did some shit bad, and I thought there was a lot of dumb stuff, but I enjoyed it because it felt like the director walked into a room and said, hey, do this. And someone said, that doesn't make sense. Why would we do that? And he went, shut the fuck up. Do this. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I appreciate that he was just like, Jack's you know what? going to be a great director one day. <laughs> I appreciate that he was just like, just do it and it'll look cool. You're, you're going to like awesome. the new John Travolta film then. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's a bit different. That's a bit more like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm retarded. This guy was like, <laughs> this guy was like, do the opposite. And you, you're talking about the character in the film. Oh, shit. I forgot he is playing a <laughs> yeah, special needs person. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. I was thinking more Fred Durst, the director. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Poor choice of words, really. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm cancelled, dude. <laughs> On the Cinema Sideshow podcast, yeah. Uh, it's like a Dave Chappelle show in here now. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, reference. I liked it. Well. I thought it was funny. I I I respect your opinion, Jack Jackal. Even though Jack-a-wool. it's wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, look, listen, I really like the first It. Um, I haven't seen the original, the miniseries. I love, I've just seen that one scene where um, Pennywise is up on the top of the stairs in the library. Yeah. And he's doing that, like, it's like my favorite thing in the world, but this film is messy AF. I yes. couldn't. I don't know, man. I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it, and it's just structurally all over the place, yes. and just a lot of missed opportunities. Okay, I just even though it's heavily based on a book, I understand me, that. The only thing to me that held me back from really, really loving it was the jump scares. Too many. The last one didn't have jump scares. This one 
only has jump scares. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm trying to enjoy this movie, but every two seconds, I'm fucking shitting myself. Not from anything oh, that's actually, happening. Are you actually, well, yeah, Not so from anything that's happening in the movie. Just a loud noise. I'm like, oh. I'm trying to figure if anything genuinely scared me. Uh, I jumped uh, when that body moved towards the camera. That one, his friend uh, in the si- asylum. Was like, oh yeah. Right. Okay. But only because but, because of the loud noise, not because I was it's, scared. Yeah, well, it's it's such a it's such a cheap tactic now in films to do that because it's like you are guaranteed it's, a jump. Yeah, exactly. You your body just reacts to that. But the first but one, you're not genuinely scared. The first from one it. avoided that, even though that was a trope back then as well. Mm-hmm. The first one was like, "Nah, we're gonna make it genuinely creepy." This one was like the sound guy was like, "Fuck it, he's gonna <laughs> slam the keyboard every ten seconds and make a loud noise." <laughs> I do believe the SS Georgie was a valuable uh, way of judging this film. It had a paper-thin plot. It was sunk (laughs) sunk really quick and uh, had potentially a lot of holes in it. What the fuck? That was good. Oh, my God. Let's just end the show right now. Who would you you steal that from? (laughs) No, I I think thinking about this uh, film, that's probably a pretty good, you know, analogy for the film because it it was. It was paper-thin plot. It was easily, easily, easy to sink. Um, it did sink. It did sink hard. You float, no. And <laughs> until the hearts of many, it sunk. Had a, had a lot, had a lot of holes in it. Um, no, it's it is a confusing film. Right from the first scene good. with the two gay guys. Who, what, what was the point of that? To show, how, I think that to when the clown comes back, Pennywise get, back. When the clown gets back, people get more aggressive. So I think it was to show the effect that he's starting to have. Like he might be back. Because when everyone, anyone's around the clown, they get but, super aggressive and angry. Is that I, how that works? I never. That's what I always got from. Even from the first movie, everyone was like, yeah, everyone's like, they're so cartoonishly evil, like screaming and like stabbing people, that I just assume it's because the clown is nearby. The but, fact that you guys are saying that you maybe. don't think the movie's good and you uh, think there's holes and shit in it makes me like it more. Really? Yeah, I genuinely think I love it a slight bit more because you guys don't like it. I think I think he just likes horror films. I think, with the I, exception of Captain Marvel, which I, was our that last was a horror, horror film, film yeah. that we've done. I think this film <laughs> that was genuinely scary. Do us. No if we're talking about it from an analytical point of view. It's not fun, and it does do the it's thing fun. where it's lazy. It's lazy. It manipulates oh, yeah, emotions. Yeah, it's not fun or scary. When, it's a, fun, when a film, Bill Hader, fucking funny, funny dude. But was he but that his funny? But his comedy was trash in this. I'm sorry, he was not. Everyone's like, Bill Hader did an amazing job. It's like. It's because he's the guy who gets the designated funny lines that are not funny. Yeah. No, Incorrect. I agree. I like to shot when is it him who throws up in the in the camera? Yeah, that was that was some CGI. That was some CGI. It was CGI vomit. yak, but it was still a cool shot. I've never seen a movie do CGI yak before. Yeah, that's actually the only thing in this film I like generally like. There's the cinematography. Even oh. if at times I was like, why are you doing Even this? Even the first mm. one had great cinematography. Why is there a transition shot of the sky that turns into puzzle pieces? That was great. Yeah, I know, but why was it in yeah. it? That's what I'm saying. There's the, no the, motivation. The decision, I don't give a fuck about motivation, obviously. I just, obviously. <laughs> I, I say all the time, just do this, and why? Because I want to do this. But I love how he's like, yeah, okay, now it comes a puzzle, and someone's like, but why? He's like, shut the, shut the fuck up, it becomes a puzzle. And everyone's like, this doesn't make any sense. He's like, fuck you, it makes perfect sense. Just make it happen. I'm Andy really Machete. This is a really valid point, but Jake. This is, the, <laughs> this is the thing, though. It's the same creative team from the previous film. Same mm-hmm. director But the previous everything. film wasn't doing anything... Artistic or like smart, it was just doing a yeah, good film. Yeah, but it was it was the, doing a solid job at being what it needed. Like that to transition be. when, uh, is it Eddie is walking and then you see the ghost version of his younger self, like the mirrored version, and they connect faces and they merge and it turns into the past. That's how they do the flashback. Yes, when he's in the, ca- the pharmacist. Mm. Now that's a transition. That's what clever. does it mean? Nothing. It's well, cool. no, it does. It does mean something because it's meant to show the 
uh, time. Th- so that was motivated. That one was actually motivated because well, you could they were all bullshit. gathering artifacts that were uh, established in the scene of the their well, younger I self. Can, I can tell you the motivation behind the puzzle thing. It just sounds like bullshit. You go, well, he is the final piece of the puzzle. They have to call him. There's the last one they call. We need every puzzle piece to make this work. Let's call our friends. And then that pays yeah, off. You're actually bullshitting a motivation. That's what every film student fucking does. Hey, you can say, it's kind of true. You can, <laughs> you can say that he's a piece of the puzzle. So let's cut to him doing a puzzle piece, you know. I can't remember which character it was, though. I just remember the The one that killed himself. Though. Spoiler. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He I, was the final piece of the puzzle, because at the end it's revealed yeah. he did that to motivate them, which is a dumb but still. Oh, that was, so... He, it's so tricky with this narrative stuff, because it's all based on the book. And I believe this is a very heavily influenced, yeah. like... Um, translation. Uh, yeah, translation or um. But it was kind of yeah. dumb how at the end, like it was fine that he killed himself because adaptations. It, it shows how scared he was. But then at the end, when he's like, "I'm a hero. I did it to unite you guys." They almost, they were gonna leave anyway. The only reason they did it is because James McAvoy saw yeah, a vision. It really it really sells because yeah. particularly what happens to him in the first one, he gets or his younger self, oh. he gets pretty pretty badly. Like, I actually do remember in the scarred. miniseries him being dead. Um, in yeah, the bathtub, and I do like the whole fact that, yeah, he's so scared of Pennywise because it just builds up the, the fear. The dread. I liked... Um, I feel like I could have took it further, but I did like that aspect of, like, yeah. they're establishing the fear that that he yeah. had on them 27 years prior. Yeah, and what scarring that's led. It's completely undone <laughs> by the scarring. ending when they send the, the letter out. He's like, yeah, I couldn't be there because you needed to be at full strength, and if I was there, you guys would have lost. So I did What's this, this for the team. What the going on? <laughs> I'm going to help it's... you reach Saiyan 4. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think one thing that annoyed me in the movie is that I didn't think that... I thought the digital de-Asian... De-Asian? Oh, shit. De-aging. The de-aging Aha. was on There's the... It was really obvious. Like, they pitched their voices, so their voices sound very digital when they're kids, and yeah, their faces are that, too I didn't notice that, but apparently smooth, a lot of people did. Very smooth, mm, round faces. Yeah. Always kind of like away from the camera. I noticed that a lot with the Eddie guy. Like Eddie was around as fuck. I don't. I don't now, understand when you know you're gonna have two films why you don't just film them back sequentially. Because yeah. they probably didn't think the they first one would make them. any money. Well, <laughs> like, who's I gonna first thought that's not true. I mean, you're doing you're doing a Stephen King parody. They, yeah, they're gonna have some sort of expectation. But I guess money wise, like it is expensive Pennywise? to film these scenes. Yeah, but the, <laughs> I guess penny wise, admittedly, the yeah, the children scenes were not as ambitious, like financially. No, but it's still, it still costs... And just making scenes And also, general, they would have to reshoot a, a bunch of it anyway, so they'd be like, we could film a bunch of shit for the sequel now, but we'd mm-hmm. have to reshoot it if we get something that we want to change or whatever. So they're going to look different anyway, so we may as well just do it in the sequel. My yeah. my issue with the CGI, I, it was oddly, it was oddly enough, because when he takes his glasses off, he actually looks fine, in my opinion. It's when he has his glasses on, they try and replicate the refraction that goes with his eyes, and they look held buggy through the glasses. And I think that's what looks really, really odd. The audio stuff went right over my head. And I'm not a soundie, but... It sounded yeah. digital to me. Yeah. It, I wasn't really paying attention to that the, the stuff. The CGI was just like... In the, fir- the first movie, I, I, do, I can't complain about the second movie, even though I liked it. I can complain about a lot of stuff. The first movie, Pennywise used their fears against them. So, mm-hmm. like, that germaphobe kid was ch- chased by someone with leprosy who was, like, decaying and stuff. Yeah. So he used... And, like, uh, Finn Wolfhart was afraid of clowns, which is where Pennywise came from. And it was, like... He was using the shit they were afraid of against them. And this one, they just turned into giant naked old ladies or a lumberjack or a giant <laughs> crab. Like, they were just turning into big, loud CGI yeah, monsters. It, well, there was no motivation for the fear this time. Yeah, it was just, I'm a giant CGI monster and I'm screaming while running towards you. The Justice League. Basically, it's... it's <laughs> le- when you think about that, it's it's true. Uh, the first one does some really, really creepy... 
and this this film has the essences of has a what few was of so those good. Scenes. Like that one scene with the little girl under the bleachers. Even it's, though well, that's my sh- favorite scene in the movie. That's what it should have been. Not to spoil the latest um, parts of the show. No, even when Chastain went to the old lady's house, I thought that was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially but with they the bit where that in the scene background. In the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she was a giant CGI monster in the trailer though. She was just an old, naked old lady. They replaced it with a CGI right. monster in the actual film for some oh, reason. Oh, really? Yeah. If you go back and watch that clip, she's running, ar- trailer. she's running around naked and chasing her. Did I tell you I got shushed during the trailer? Or my friend got shushed? When we went to watch Pulp Fiction, me and Mel, and the girl next to us shushed us because we were talking over the trailer. Well, that was you in our cinema throwing popcorn at the guy on his phone. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're on your phone for the whole fucking three-hour movie... You're going to get some popcorn in your eyes. I'm movie, sorry. This movie's long, too. It's a long movie, Very and long. the guy was on his... I was reading his text messages, and it's like, I don't care if the third act is boring as piss. I'm still reading your text messages, and it's bothering the shit out of me. I think that's the other thing. So it's, I threw popcorn in him. Well, you know, you've touched on it there. <laughs> third third act. Um, Spoilers, I guess. Yeah, who cares? It was, it was really boring. It was really nothing. It really doesn't tap into what... So the, the best part's about the... If we look back on the first movie, the things we enjoy the most was his introduction to each of the kids and how Just it started off with like only one of the kids seeing them thinking they're crazy they're cra- Georgie. think about it like it was a unite it would be it would gradually they'd all get drawn together because of that um the other thing billy was so dead in the last film i don't know what well, happened but what? did they retcon that is that a retcon what do you wait mean? is his name billy or henry henry uh, he's from the movie book of henry but his name is billy no. I wrote Henry here for some reason. You, have you seen the book of Henry? No. Same actor. That's okay. Weird. Billy well, was Billy, Billy was may, dead in the last one. He should have just died. Cause oh no! Had, wait, you know, no. Billy's the main kid. I think you're talking. Oh, Billy. Um. Uh. Isn't boy, it Henry? I wrote down Henry. Henry. Because I was I was gonna say how he's pointless got, oh, he is. He's got a last name. They call him by his last name. I think his first name is Henry. Yeah, I don't know what you what you're saying. The, the main the bully dude. character. The bully, the bully got character. shot in the head and fell down a, a fucking well. Did he get shot? He got nailed by that nail gun. Oh yeah, the, the I cow. The thing they put cows That's down right. with. Yeah, he might as well say it because he does nothing in this film. So weird. The closest thing he does to doing anything in this film is he injures that dude at the library. He stabs him in the cheek. Yeah, that dude. Oh, that's right. But guess what? He dies through Pennywise later in the film. So what's does the he? point? Yeah, he's the one that Pennywise kills in the last act. And everyone's like, oh, oh, yeah, upset about dude. him. Yeah, that's the same dude. Henry Bowers. Bowers, that's it. So wh- why is he in this film? I think Pennywise, like, unkilled him. That's like, but well, <laughs> so he's Jesus. So Pennywise died Did right Penny? after that. So yeah, like, no, that just makes sense. So, and he just sort of walked Cause, home because he comes out of the um the water pipe. Thing, yeah, but his friend comes. His friend's like decaying and shit, and like he, his friend is like a ghost, a, a ghoul. And he's like, oh, I'm just a regular person. Wait a sec. So he was in a mental asylum in this film when he's an adult. Yeah. So he's been in there for 27 years. They put him in an asylum when he was like a 15-year-old kid. Yeah, and they didn't give him... I guess he just actually went crazy after Pennywise. So I guess he, yeah, legitimately pro- pro- did, He probably but... could have been out by now if he wasn't a fucking lunatic, but he just wanted to I guess, there. but it comes but like, back to the kid. fact that he was I... definitely dead in the last he film. Should, yeah, he he should have <laughs> been dead. That, that boy should be dismembered. He should be a zombie in this movie. Well, it was funny because he, he was portrayed by Nicholas Hamilton, we were just talking about, and he's also in Danger Close. The fuck is that? Really? Yeah. We were just talking about the Australian film earlier. Yeah. No, I've seen it. I think, uh, but it is. Yeah, he's like, I think that's just mm-hmm. the thing. Is he Australian? I think so. I guess. I don't know. I guess if he is in Danger Close, he was the only casting that I thought wasn't good. What the guy who played Henry Bowers as an adult? He didn't look like him. Should have gotten eyebrows from. I actually I, thought he was I would fine. Give it that the casting was pretty good all round. No, I had no problem. Do you remember with him. in the first movie originally, Will the eyebrows kid from We Are the Millers was cast as Pennywise? 
Oh, really? You know, I was just, just how sad I was originally when I heard that news and how he had to pull out for a different movie. Mm. But then we got Bill Skarsgård, who's like amazing. He is yeah, amazing. Can we, can, we, yeah, can we say, even with this second film, we can all agree that that's awesome. He's, he's incredible he, in this film. He is oh. underused as shit, but incredible. Yeah, this. Well, he only had four minutes of screen time in the first movie anyway, so like they're not using him. I I, don't, I remember Did he him being four in minutes of screen. That's no. not true. No, Google it. How many screen? How many hours really? of screen time? Must not end. have been that small. That can't possibly be true. He shows up for three seconds and then zombies show up or something. In the other Even one. the first scene when he kills Georgie is like... I guess he's not no, there. Two or three scene. minutes. Yeah, I guess that is a long scene. Yeah. Or maybe someone, like, someone has done the research and we're, we're going to look it up. It's probably really small though. I get what you mean. It's probably not that big. This scene was I mean, good. that's kind of what you want from your horror characters. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Freddy's only in the second Nightmare on Elm Street for like 15 minutes max. Yeah, but it's, it's the effect that he has... Like, even when he's there, you're afraid of him coming up. But, ever, like, from the first opening scene where those two gay guys get there, like, get beaten Shit up in. by... And one of... For some reason, like, they think, what's a great idea? Let's th- let's actually murder someone. You want to talk about 13 Reasons Why level of let's actually murder someone? These three guys, they just decide they're going to throw this unconscious body in the in the dam that's going know, that really- straight. They went from, we hate gay people, to straight up murdering people in seconds. Yeah. Which is the same problem I had with the first film. With um, you the- know how the film should have opened? It should have opened up with the little girl under the little the stands. Yeah. That should have it. It obviously homages the first one and how that opens. Yeah, it it reestablishes Pennywise as like this. He's so funny. He's yeah. so funny, and it's so fun to watch him do like these little performances. And he's like, oh. You know, I'll I'll take that mark off your face. Eats her fucking head off. Perfect. I love it. I love like it. The so, and she's then like, you're like supposed to say three, film. and then just bang. Yeah, it's that's that I can't find act. a concrete yeah, answer by the way. I tried. Yeah, but honestly, yeah, it's probably like ten minutes. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it'd be a long period of time. But well, I think it, if we're going to talk about pacing as well, because we talk about the third act being a slog, it is a massive slog. Yeah. It's a, the it's, first act just kind of speeds through everything, which dude, I was happy it's about. Just at first. Everything about this, like even the script, they they openly acknowledge a three act structure by saying their plan has three stages, and you like, yeah. <laughs> and it felt like a video game. We have to go collect idols and come back. Like it felt like a bunch of side quests. Well, at first, I thought that that without knowing the full story, I thought that that was the first act is them getting together. It turns out that's the first and second act is them reuniting to take on Pennywise. Which once I kind of figured that out, I was like, okay, I kind of. I like where they're going with this, but it does, it does slog the further along it gets. This, if this is true to the book, I'd be very confused with the book because it feels like half an idea almost. Because I feel like the well, second half doesn't have. This was all one have... book. Both films is all one book. Okay, it's just a big book. It's a big book. Big book. But I think I think what it does, the way that this film cuts back between the kids mm-hmm. and the adults, the entire book cuts back between the kids and adults. Throughout the whole entire, yeah, not, I think it starts as adults and I goes think, back. And yeah, forward. so even the first, the events of the first movie would be cutting in between the adult well, it, stuff. It's also that if, affects the pace. If this is true to the book, then the book also breaks its own rules because it does things like, oh, only kids can see Pennywise, yet, yeah. or what Pennywise Was that does. Established though, there's a yeah. scene in the bathroom where Bev's covered in blood and the dad walks in and doesn't see it. Yeah, the blood. Yeah. yeah. So oh, but kids that, but clean can, the bathroom with her. You could just put that to these kids already have experiences with Pennywise, so therefore they can still but, see. But him. that that Perhaps. what about the first scene? What's the first scene? With the two gay guys who he openly sees. Oh damn it! Pennywise. <laughs> they might have been like seventeen. They could have been kids <laughs> back then. Maybe they were back well, in the eighties. And I, I thought that gay dude would totally come back to be like the sixth member of the team. I think he did come back as a corpse that... at one point. Does he? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's a scene where not the one that gets eaten. The, the other is... dude. Well, yeah. Wait, the one. The oh. one, the more macho. Looking oh, the other guy. one gets. He shows up. He walks through the. Per- he walks into the hall of mirrors and he like winks at James McAvoy. And what? Then, like he's holding like a popcorn and he walks by and like, t- and one of the guys turns around and sees him. And he's got half his face was bitten off by Pennywise. He does show I up. I don't again. even remember this. I can't remember that too. It's a fever dream. Oh my god! I was just paying more attention. Also, that Maybe. McAvoy one was uh, so confusing. There's so many confusing oh, also, things. Also, the kid. Yeah, does that kid die in there? Yeah, he's well, he's totally dead. But like, because <sighs> the way it was shot, almost felt like it was a hallucination. Yeah, it was a like a. No, because halluc- he's in the mirrors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I but s- like that's that's obviously the trope of trying to freak him out when he's when he's traveling. But by the time we get to the kid, the kid's dead. Yeah, I think that kid was dead before, and that was just an illusion. Possibly, I saw it as it happened the way it happened. It's very full on. It's because I, I it's obviously visually very trippy, but in terms of his mental state, none of them are in. They're not drugged or anything like that. There's, so I always know, thought it was like It's a three-hour runtime, but it still feels like there's just too much going on and too many questions that needed answering for this film. It just was confusing a lot of the time. I just look at it from that kid's point of view of like, why are all these random adults just coming to town now they're all chasing me and yelling at me and warning me of all this shit and then he just dies? Yeah, but it's... I love that. I don't know. I feel like the first film made him more of a threat and this one feels like just... Uh, a really kind of half-cooked second film, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, it feels like it wasn't thought out as well. Like, I I don't really understand why some characters end up the way they do. Like, for example, let's look at their, all their occupations. Like, um, screenwriter. Well, one yeah, screenwriter. That's that seems a bit weird, to be honest. That he ends up a screenwriter. And they keep hinting that he has like bad endings. Yeah, and I was like, they're trying to tell us something with this film. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, that was almost like they were they wanted an easy review to be like this movie predicted its own ending would be sh-. like it's like they wanted people to talk shit about them if they failed yeah that's how confident I, they yeah. were Bev seems to be in another domestic abusive relationship which it's a little confusing because it's well Wait, it's, another what do you mean well, her dad was abusive oh yeah sorry yeah and that's her right. husband's abusive and I, I get that that's a cyclical sort of thing like people that are in they well at least a lot conveyed through film people that are in domestic abusive relationships often attract themselves to domestic abusive relationships that's a pretty common thematic sort of device between uh in film but i don't know just felt like she she uh, with the conclusion of the last film and what happened to her dad especially at the end of that film because pretty sure her dad doesn't her dad go into the sink or something like he dies though yeah does he i don't remember I don't know if he dies, I but no I think clue. he gets hurt like pretty bad. And then this one, he's just crying and doing some weird perfume stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Was so, that like real though? Was that meant to be real? That was a flashback. Isn't it weird? Yeah, uh, doesn't she get raped by her dad in the last movie? Sexually hurt, yeah, assaulted. Yeah, so yeah. I think that that's what that was about. He, I'm pretty sure he goes into the sink, if I recall. Here's the thing as well, because you had to tell me this, Jack, that the flashbacks in this film take place during the events of the first film. Yeah, in between them. Because yeah, I didn't realise that. that I weird. thought it was after the first film, There's but so before many they broke weird up. weird editing things going on in this film too. Like when he punches, like that, the start of the, the, hey, these are in the past, they show a scene from the first film where they're all having their falling out yeah. and Billy hits, um, what's the Wolfgar dude? Finn, Finn Wolfhart. Finn Wolfhart, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and CGI. the screen goes red. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, like, like, like a video like game a, punch reaction. I like it. That's another one of those things where he's like, "Fuck it, put it in." I didn't mind that. No, that but it, it, it's all contextual. It, it doesn't make sense in the film at all. It's the like red. if that was in a Tucker Waititi film, I'd be okay with it. It because, isn't a Tucker Waititi film because that's something I'd <laughs> see in his film. 
I like you've got like with this film. If you watched this film, not watching the first film, you'd be so confused by things. That was well, I mean, you kind of. I mean, you kind of expected to watch the first. It's chapter two. It's like reading the first point chapter. My flashbacks is I should have rewatched the first one right before going back into this one. Well, it's not really that important. It's basically, hey, you know that well, three month period the flashbacks in which they established for some reason Finn Finn's gay, even though that that, that was. <laughs> it just feels like that was a PC point. I'm not gonna lie. Felt like they were going for the PCs points because I don't think I don't know if that's I, in the book. I yeah, yeah I couldn't tell you either yeah. if it was in the book. I think was that meant to be part of his fear though. Well, Pennywise was a really flamboyant. In the second, clown. in the second film, it is. But in the first one, that's, it's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's got I guess, nothing. Going I feel like on. that you kind of could get that vibe from the first movie though. The second well, one, the gay. second, he's always making fun of that one kid and like being what, overly and, protective of calling people faggots and stuff. So it's like. You could see it being a realist. I, it didn't Possibly. feel like that different of a turn for me. I mean, it wasn't like... They might have... Uh, I'm sort of used know, to that man. stuff by know. now, to be honest, in films. It definitely... I guess like, they could have hit the point a little harder, but again, I haven't seen the first one in like two years, so... Yeah, and he also liked uh, the Jewish kid, right? That was the Eddie, the one I that guess. does commit suicide. That's the whole... Possibly, yeah. E don't, don't get me thing. with these names, honestly. It's I'm, so just, good. I'm so it, out of them. Honestly, the, this film feels fundamentally pretty broken. Like It's structurally very confusing. Very confusing. Very they good. should have cut some scenes, especially in the third act. Should have added more scenes. Bring the, bring the fight down, like, at least half an hour. Make it more psychological, like the first film. Yeah, we'll just have just have more of, you know, Skarsgård, because like, he's don't, so don't, bloody don't, good. And he barely gets to do any of the fun stuff. Honestly, he, he's just generic villain. Ha ha, you're it a fat been, kid. Yeah, it like, don't, call, don't call the fat kid that's had the amazing makeover just fat. You're always going to be fat. I would have enjoyed a scene in this film where it's just Pennywise in his normal form, just like face to face with Billy, just being like, what's up, motherfucker? I ruined your life. I fucked your bitch. You know, and there's like, a really, really and honestly, one of the highlight scenes is when McAvoy is shouting at the drain. Yeah. And he's just like asking him why him. Because you like, weren't here. And it's really, that's like oh, touching on yeah. some of the coolest. So I sort of liked it more. Like the end, the end of the movie, Pennywise is a giant CGI crab. But it would have been nice <laughs> if uh, there was a moment where it was just like, he was just Pennywise, just fucking, where we could have a moment where they're, like face to face with each other. I mean, I instead actually, he becomes like squished face at the end. Instead, he becomes like one, one, one of the few baby. One of the few, one of the few things time. I did like is how they beat him. But at the same time, with words, I would have liked. But it's more... the same way the first one ends. It's true. We, they, they, they it's like identical. They're like, yeah. oh wait, we just don't, if we just stopped being scared of him, uh, duh. And then they get. It's the same way the first movie. Oh yeah, we just forgot. I don't like that actually. We yeah. forgot that we were not meant to be scared. My bad. Like what? Well, that's the other thing. They sort of wreck on that. They're like, oh, we just forgot when we left the town about all the things. Now it's all coming back to us. That's how it's yeah. Except in, the dude who stays well. in town. I don't get... Some that's how that it was originally weird, as well. Man. The further away you get, the harder it is to remember. Okay, but... I suppose. Even if it's in the book, it's still a confusing thing yeah, from a book a, point of view. supernatural shit. I don't know. Like, I, it would have been mm-hmm. nice for things like... I can't remember the kid that's overweight, but is not overweight, and he looks like a supermodel now. I think his ben? name's Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call him in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty much all they call it. What, uh, the fat one? I like, it would have been nice to have a bit more, like, maybe weight manipulation. Like, if we could have done oh. some CGI him oh. getting fat Oh, that would have been a funny scene if he's just, like, running down a hallway. Oh, he's running in, like, the cave at the end. He's going down a hallway. He just starts getting fatter and fatter, and he can't fit through the gap. Pennywise like, oh, you fat fucker. Like, that's what I would like to say. And, anyway. and it's not like he can't do body manipulation, because he does carve into Ben's stomach again. Yeah, true, and he like, feels it. Right. Oh, that's right. But so, isn't that like fake? Because it turns out he's not. Yeah, but he feels everything. It. But everything he does, see it, fake. And they feel it. 
There should have oh, been more man. psychological attacks. That. You know, like things that actually... Mani- like, what about I- their scars? They self-inflict the scars on their hand and they're magically healed. Oh, oh yeah. symbolism. Jack, is that how hands work? The end of that movie was... No, the end of that movie was so I'm pretty sh- Now, don't don't quote me on this, but <laughs> I that's not how it happens in the book. I thought you were going to say, don't quote me on this. That's not how hands work. No, they're, they're, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and I'll check it. What is this, the director's first it. film? Um, <laughs> the end of that movie was cheese as fuck. It's so bad. Yeah, a swelling music. Like, I guess we're all best buds again. We're, we were always best of friends. Friend, and at the end of the day, friendship destroys clowns. And then they all separate and leave. And, and then they all go back to their again. actual jobs. Well, so the dude who looks like a supermodel like is obsessed with Jessica Chastain. Like, yeah. How, how did that happen? And also, I mean, he her entire the- role, I feel like, is literally just being the love triangle between Bill and Ben. But it's like Bill doesn't even. <laughs> Bill isn't really. Names, like, Bill and Ben. Bill legitimately isn't remotely really that attracted to it. They are just attracted to that idea that they were attracted to each other like twenty-seven years earlier because they forget it and then they start to remember it. And she's like, "I kissed one of you boys, but I have no clue which one I kissed." Well, because that so was because she was passed all... out. <laughs> well, yeah, exa- well, yeah, she kissed both of them. Well, she doesn't remember kissing the fat she one because yeah, he uh, the... took advantage of her. Yeah, that was a that was. A... Weird I like choice. how when I like it when he does in the first one, all the kids are like, "Whoa!" Everyone's dude. like, uh, "No!" And it works, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck you." You should not do that. <laughs> the power of love, <clears throat> Matrix. <laughs> but um, this film felt very self-referential to the first one. Don't you hate when you watch mm. sequels and it feels like, "Oh, they definitely read the reviews of the first one." I guess how, so. It's like how they put the puppy More? in the not scary door. Oh yeah, okay. And it was just uh, that was a funny scene though. Oh, uh, I actually, no, I like that scene. No. I thought it was lazy. It's like it comes back to a lot of these things where it's like either they were rehashing scary things from the first one or they were just doing like like you said big things screaming at you and yeah. it's like cool. That's what Jack said. Like yes. I'll give I'll give Jack credit like, on that one. But it's uh, true. It's so true. There were some cool things like Eddie's head turning into the very much like a John Carpenter More like thing. Heady. Like it wasn't Eddie's head. It was uh, Stan's head. It was Stan's head. Yeah. Wait, what? Stanley. What about his head? Where it turns into like a spider head. Or he's in the fridge and he's like, Rah. oh, that, that was, was a cool one, I guess. Yeah, it was also CGI screaming and shaking again. It was just a little small. <laughs> it was there, not very intimidating. Just not a macro lens. But it looks like a spider though, so that's creepy. Yeah, I I, I liked that bit because it felt more like it becomes that becomes a more personal attack at least. It's not just like they, but like you said, it, I don't it, know. like it's just it's not as clever things, as the things, first one. Well, yeah, because the, they were attacking things that they were actually scared of. But it also comes from the perspective of like, when you, when you have a bunch of kids fighting this scary clown, now you have like seven adults or I guess yeah. six adults. Yeah, because they're all like capable of beating the crap yeah, out of them. Yeah, there's something about the in the first one when the clown is like so so tall compared to them, and he's like leant over and like grabbing them and stuff. Yeah, like when he's grabbing Eddie in the house in the first one towards the end, it's really creepy. And then the second one, it's like you're a bunch of grown adults. <laughs> it's not as you can't have that scene where it's Pennywise abusing you because you're taller than him. Like I, I definitely yeah. can say if uh, you haven't minute, seen yeah. either of these films, I would just stick with the first one. You wouldn't even have to watch one. the second. Yeah, the nah, good. you wouldn't have to watch the second. Nah, I mean, the first one concludes like it's it's good it enough. And this is a pet satisfying payoff to this first one. I think like if you watch the first one, this is a good payoff to the first. No, one. but it just repeats the same. And look, this is this is all inherent issues with the the book as well. Mm-hmm. And I've read this. A lot of people say that the second half of the book is way weaker than the first half. It feels like it. it feels like kind of a half cooked book. Yeah. To be honest, it, half cooked it, book. I mean, I've never. Re- I've actually got it. I've someone bought it for me. Like, why do people keep buying me things? The twist for my at the birthday? end of the book is he's a, a extraterrestrial crab, and I didn't think they'd do that in this one, and they did. <laughs> I was like, I didn't expect a space meteorite 
extraterrestrial there's crab some weird, person. There's some weird things like Native Americans and stuff like that. That's like stinking, those, oh, yeah. that's that's stinking was, stomping ground. He loves Native weird, Americans. And, he, and it felt like it could have been... And if I... Like, there are things... Everything in this film felt like a film either this year or in previous years has actually done horror-wise better. For example, Ooh. and I will give... I will give this credit with the mirrors in this film. Ugh. Us did this a million times better earlier in the year. Us did everything yeah. better. Like that, the horror that us has is not jump scary; it's just creepy. And it's, it's also a way cleaner, well structured film. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, but that, even just that scene by itself, that opening scene when uh, the main chick it goes down into Little the, girl, the yeah. mirrors and sees her other version of herself, Get and it just it's creepy. It doesn't it does it well. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you go back and watch the first It, there's some amazingly scary bits that are just uncomfortable. Like that bit when the balloon is, like, slowly oh, like, yeah. going up to reveal his I think, face. I mean, that's the thing. The first one is just so much more memorable, like, visually, in terms of what happens to the actual scares. And Child I never, actor performances. And I never... Here's the thing. I never was scared by the first It, but it had other things going for it, like... I found it really funny in a lot of ways, like intentionally funny. This film is funny in ways you don't want it to be funny. Mm. I shouldn't really be laughing. The reason I'm laughing at Pennywise making fat jokes all the time is because it's so dumb. Yeah. That's why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing because there's like genuine humor behind it. Some of the stuff he does in the well, first film is generally well, funny and creepy. For example, um, let's take that scene with Jessica Chastain, and I'm not sure what's a the lot other of scenes d- you're narrowing down. The, there. No, well, no when, yes, that when, scene. The when Ben or the older version of Ben, I'm not sure what the actor's name is. uh, (laughs) Finally, like they both profess that they love each other, right? And they're both in that sort of adjacent projection world. And she's drowning in blood while he's drowning in dirt. Oh, that's right. Both of them have like next to really no motivation for why they're drowning in blood. She's drowning in blood because she was drowning in blood in the first movie. She was drowning in blood for a reason in the first movie. Yeah, she had a period. Yeah, well, this is a callback to that because she probably still thinks of that and gets scared, and he's scared of getting uh, crushed by the the clubhouse. It's not motivated, but it's different. I find both of that. I I think um, yeah, it's a callback, but it's it's a lazy callback. It's it's calculated in the first one. She has a period for the first time. Well, what would they do in this one? It they're very intentionally trying to call back to these previous. They're not scared. Yes, but the clubhouse thing was a thing that was made up. Yeah, but when you're in a this kid, movie and then yeah, but it still works. When you're, I guess, when you're level. a kid, when you're Beverly and you're a kid, and you have your period. That would be scary if you, she's having it for the first time. So that's. But a good now thing. they have this extra layer of horror. But now on top she's of it. an adult and she's not scared of much. So what is she scared of? Shit that happened in her childhood. So obviously he would use shit in their childhood it's, to scare it's him. Trauma. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm. I don't so know. Shut up, Zeke. What's our highlight scenes? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy to move into highlight scenes. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, I actually liked the dinner. I thought oh, I was stole my highlight dinner. scene. I was going to talk about the dinner. Yeah, that wow, that's, that's uh, wow. It's that's... not my highlight scene, but I'm glad we talked about it. Or we were talking yeah, about I it. think the dinner sequence was really good, and was a really good introduction to uh, the threat again. Right. Um, everyone's starting to remember stuff. stuff. Uh, the fortune cookie put together, where they're like putting together. Oh, that was fun. And they like build suspense to that. And then it all goes. Arguing, Bev's just like, "Hey, I got the last word. I'm gonna hold on to it for ten minutes." <laughs> it's good though. It's good. It's yeah, I like. I like that it. stuff. A lot of the things. I, I actually had stuff. not like for the first half of this film. I didn't have that many problems with it. It's the second half that I have more problems with. Yeah, because it's boring and slow and hey, monotonous. Get the fuck out. No, I would Finding not. a CGI monster is not 
at all like and when you're all humans who literally can't do much you're just running away it doesn't have weight and then like like um jake you said when we walked out of the cinema when characters are reiterating lines that almost feel like hey audience this is the moment for this character by the way oh Stick yeah kills monsters. Um, because he's holding the arrow i forget which character he's Eddie. holding the arrow and he's like oh Eddie. this will defeat the monsters and he keeps saying it over and over and over. I'm like, this film's already three hours long. Just throw the fucking arrow, please. Yeah, get rid of your dying scene. Skip I mean, to your dying issue. scene. I think that's the main issue with how they defeat Pennywise is that's something that they could literally just realize at any point. Yeah. So you can make it as long or as short as you want. Eddie went through and a ringer in this movie too. He got impaled. He got a knife through his mouth. And he's dead. That was cool though. Him can stab. He died, the but jaw. it took ages for him to die. Like you literally. Yeah. Like, normally, when they like fake out a character dying, like with him getting stabbed in the cheek. It normally means he's safe. This one's like, nah, we're gonna fake him out and then actually kill him. I mean, stabbing someone in the cheek is like yeah, but pretty, he's losing pretty easily blood. recoverable. He was losing a lot of blood and like falling over and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just put a bandage. Like it looked. It was cool though when he killed um um Henry. Yeah. Bow when he through the through the shower curtain he stabs him. Uh-huh. That was actually kind of cool. We didn't kill him. That didn't kill him. Oh yeah, that's right. Had to get Tom Wait, how did he die again? Tom yeah. Hawked in the head. I don't remember. Oh, but yeah, Bill Hader. Library in the library. And then Bill yeah. Hader proceeds oh, to throw yeah. up again. He I like that scene as well. Then. I like that scene as well. Uh, like, know. what do they say? He's like, "Are you all right?" No, I'm not fucking all right. I just killed a guy. Like, I, I like that scene. I guess okay. this is a bit of unnecessary comic relief. I'm not gonna. I don't know. Fair enough. Well, my highlight scene is I mentioned it earlier. The under the kind of the bleachers or the stands thing with the little girl mm. yeah, and when she gets favorite. eaten in the face. It's just it's just a great callback, and I love I love the performance of Pennywise in that scene. He doesn't do that enough throughout this film and that was one of my biggest issues as well <laughs> he starts crying <laughs> oh, no, he starts crying how great is that that stuff is he's so not even good crying, dude, he, he's, he's like, sounds, he's he sounds, like I'm so lonely he sounds People like Pooh Bear like <laughs> I've got no friends <laughs> I love that I absolutely that wish that that stuff is the best one. thing about so these films good. that's why I want to go back and watch the first one the first one does it so well yeah daddy's little girl Bev <laughs> 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 And, like, again, the third act. When does he get the opportunity to do that? Never. Because he's just there being generic and... I think that's what... But that's what's frustrating me more, Jake. When I talk about things like the the Ben and Bev sort of burial scenes, because it's reiterating, yes, it it is technically a callback, but don't you want to see some more new... Like, what if he had actually manipulated... Like, what he did with James McAvoy was really good, actually, I think. Like, how he targeted his fear in the modern day Mm. was he didn't want another boy to suffer the same fate as Billy. Right, yeah. He's playing he yeah, Billy's character, yeah. Which that's an actual attack on the adult self. Whereas calling the supermodel guy who used to be fat just fat now is not really But that, that was a funny scene. Uh, that might be my uh, scene. highlight scene. What, singular scene? But, but, it comes no, but back my highlight scene is the one time. where they're in the high school <laughs> and just going, you fat fuck, you fucking loser, you'll never have a friend. <laughs> yeah, but it's him just so attacking the child version. Of course, that makes sense as the child version. I mean, the reason we're laughing at this, and I want to clarify, is because like, it's just so ridiculous. That you have this Pennywise character who's eating children's faces off. Yes. And then he goes to this one kid, he's like, hey, you're fat. Yeah, but he feeds off like, fear. It's just, it's he just feeds just off fear more than he feeds up kid. killing people, I think. That's I guess, but... But I, he fears the kid into becoming a supermodel. That's my, adult, my right? inherent problem, so is he doesn't prey on the modern-day <laughs> versions more. He's, we just, most of the time, see flashbacks where he's still tormenting the children in that summer. Whereas had he done things like what he did with James McAvoy's character and actually preyed on the present version more, like like you said, that mm. scene, although funny with the Pomeranian dog, it actually showcases how 
really Bill Hader's character and, and the guy who plays Eddie don't have that much modern day fears. Eddie's still just afraid of germs. Cool. That's not that much different. But that's like, part of them being adults, I guess, which screws them up. Yeah, but there's different. Know. There could be different fears that you could prey on as an adult. And yeah, I think like, that's uh, being in debt with the government or something. Oh no, Pennywise is going to turn well, into a. At least he oh, no. like, but he didn't attack Bill Hader's gay, like the gayness the enough. Gayness. You know, the he's like, you have a secret. Don't attack my gayness. You have a secret. Tell me your secret. And that scene's quite creepy with the color grade change and stuff like that. Which scene? When he's out. When in the when open. Bill Hader's out in the the park. Yeah. Okay. And everyone starts swaying in the background. Oh, that was actually pretty cool. I like the swaying. Yeah. It felt but like something ripped out of Inside or uh, but it's, what's the But other it's game him starting to prey on the modern day fear that Bill has. It's no longer about clowns, it's about him being gay. Yeah. Uh, but they don't what, touch what, on what, it enough. What year is this meant to take place in? 2019. No, what? I think it was actually like 2016. I did the math. Oh, it's 27 it's years. It's relatively like, modern day. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like a few years ago, maybe. It's contemporary. It probably was when the first it came out, is when it was set. 27. Okay. The, yeah. Oh right, right. Like so, actually, day. yeah, actually, she's pretty close. What? I think you're right. What are you talking about? Like when it chapter the, one. This came isn't out. set in the nineties. No, well, the original was what the eighties. Yeah, the original was. But 80... I'm saying when the original movie came out, like this movie. You're talking about two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the original TV movie. That, no, 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 that's no. probably where the yeah, modern yeah, day yeah, right. is. You're actually pretty close. I think. Uh, I think if we if I had to guess, was 2016. Yeah, 27 years ago was 1992. So 89 sounds about right for the first one, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there needed to be, in especially with how powerful that dinner scene is, where they're legitimately scared. Yeah, it's like to just prey on the the childhood trauma stuff. I guess it's technically correct, but wouldn't you have liked them to try and tackle them more? What if instead of the dad, it was the husband for Jessica Chastain's character? You know, like things that are more modern day, like fears. She has an abusive husband now. Yeah, but I guess I guess that's the the tall the torn nature of the book of how they want to they want to bring these characters back to this because Pennywise is associated with this location mm-hmm. with this town, so they want to I guess, but also referring to their childhood. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Okay, this well, film's messy. Seven out of ten. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, it chapter two is currently out in theaters. Near theaters. You. If you watch it, you get to see the Harley Quinn fake out trailer at the start. That was weird. That was actually really clever. It's still weird. Bad trailer thing. It's gonna look like trailer. It's like a it thirty looks second like, trailer. Looks like it was filmed on a soundstage. So bad. Like they filmed it all in one warehouse or something. You know. Like, we're like... gonna do Wonder Woman again, except for this psycho person. Yeah. The Joker's girlfriend looks horrible. Um. Oh, anyway, Jake, do you know what's new in cinemas this week? I do. So mm. everyone's favorite Angry Birds movie part two comes out in the next oh week. Oh, Angry God. Birds chapter two. Chap- is it chapter two? No, that's the name of this movie. You idiot. How much did the first one make? It must have made a lot. Twelve bucks. No, I think it made like six hundred million. That makes me. Is that a random number you just? Put yeah, out? I put that up my ass. Yeah, probably I, a lot though. Probably more than it deserved. Yeah, I don't like know. What else is out? Uh, Downtown Abbey. The movie. Which the yeah. movie? Yeah, with Zeke. Next week on the pod. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, honestly, I probably will go see it if I can watch oh, all the show. But then, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels kind of like a. It's a straight, I don't know if it's the finale of the show. I guess. Is it like the Firefly? I watched effect? the first two seasons. Okay. So you got some catching up to do, mate. I liked it. Uh, Animals, which I think is the Sophie Hyde film that premiered about a week ago. We almost did that for this week, mm-hmm. that film. Uh, but we we opted for it instead. Uh, Armstrong, is that a doco? No. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Check out the poster, Jack. That looks like Henry Cavill. Oh, it does too. 
Um, anyway, that's out next week. Oh, Freaks. Actually, it says 2018 on here, so I don't know if that's an Australian uh, film mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Dream Girl, which I don't know what Dream Girl is. Should I look it up what Dream like Girl is? It looks like it came is? out in the 90s. Oh, look at their face. That's a guy. Oh, this is an Indian film. Oh, I see. Is that Bollywood? Uh, it is. A, it, yeah. yeah, Bollywood comedy. There you go. It literally said... I actually read that off the description when you just said Bollywood. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, we're not doing any of those films next week. No, um, we're doing... What are we doing? Oh, what are you doing? Well, yeah, Jack, get out of here. Well, actually... Oh, wait, I know. You do know? Can I say it? Yeah. Is it Fight Club? Correct the mundo! Yes. So we are next week on our Director's Corner. We're doing David Finch's Fight Club. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Why? How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Wait, let me start earlier. Like many of you, I was stuck. You want me to deprioritize my current reports yeah. until you advise of a status upgrade? Make these your primary action items. I couldn't sleep. No, you can't die from insomnia. I'd flip through catalogs and wonder, what kind of dining set defines me as a person? This is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. A depressed man suffering from insomnia meets a strange soap salesman named Tyler Durden and soon finds himself living in a squalid house after his perfect apartment is destroyed. The two board men form an underground club with strict rules and fight other men who are fed up with their mundane lives. The perfect relationship phrase, Hun Mala, a fellow support group crasher, attracts Tyler's attention. This film was directed by David Fincher and is our next director's corner. Fight Club. Fight Club. It's the 20th anniversary of Fight Club. It is, yeah. So we're doing another... Uh, much like the Matrix, we're kind of doing it a little, of course, but we're still in the correct year. Millennium. That's all that matters. So, well, so, unless yeah. we go to events and they're doing another screening. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I'm honestly keen to do this film. This film has gotten a lot of scrutiny in previous years and has not aged as well, apparently. Apparently. When's the last time you've seen it, Zeke? Uh, I've seen it sort of like five or six years ago. I had oh, no wow. problem with Damn. it. Damn. That was Fair a while enough. ago. That was a while but, ago. But uh, I know more in our contemporary 2019 society, uh, this film does not age well. So it'll be interesting to sit back, talk, and see what all the... Much in the con- same light as 16 Candles, Jack? Maybe not as drastic as that. Okay, okay. No worries. Well, thank you for joining us for the Cinema Sideshow podcast. I was Zeke. I was Jake. I was Jack. And we'll catch you next week with our Director's Corner of Fight Club. Fwah-ha!